<clears throat> okay, so uh, we pick up on the top of uh, 83, uh, at, uh, and uh, that's Pei Gimel, and uh, we, we start off uh, with something that <coughs> we, did, we were discussing yesterday, and we're going to see different opinions on it, um, whether in terms of uh, a person who says you're not allowed to marry anyone except uh, this person, we said, does that mean chutz uh, uh, or uh, almanat? Okay, we had that uh, thing where it was uh, except for that person, or do we say it was on condition that you don't mention that person? So we had that discussion uh, yesterday, and uh, we continue uh, with it today as well. Uh, and um, we have the following discussion. Tan Rabbanan. So now, just to refresh our minds, that Rebbe Lezer was the one that says, if you said Almanat, you are permitted to any man except for that person. Rebbe Lezer said that it was except for, and 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 therefore it's a it's a good it's a good severance. Okay, that that was what what we're talking about. I suppose it was Machloket both ways. Do we say that? But but we followed. The one way, and we said except for it, uh, and uh, and that's it. But uh, and uh, or else, do you see on condition? We said no. Rebbeleza really means uh, except for. Okay, so uh, we're gonna. Uh, <coughs> um, that was uh, more or less. Okay, so we'll, we'll see it actually in more depth. I'm not going to go over the whole discussion yesterday because uh, that would just take up too much time. All right, so now, uh, after Rebeleza died, uh, then Nichnas Abba Ezekainim Lashiv al So what happens is uh, four rabbis come along and uh, they, they come and they try uh, to say that, uh, you know, after, uh, you know, that, that they disagree uh, with, with what he said. Uh, and who are those rabbis? Rabbi Yosiak Lili. Rabbi Tarfon, Rabbi Yezabed ben Azaria, Rabbi Akiva. Uh, so those four rabbis came in and they tried to dispute what Rabbi Yezabed says. So now, Nane, uh, um, uh, you know, so the, the answer that Rabbi Tarfon says, Rabbi Nane, Rabbi Tarfon, Vama, he said, Harei shehalcha zu v'nisait lachiv. Uh, so what happens after the husband specified uh, that, a, that a wife can't marry a certain man, then she went uh, and uh, she gets vinisait, lachiv, shalzeh. She goes and gets married uh, to that man's brother, shnesra love, that man that was forbidden to her, umait, below banim. And then uh, that man dies uh, without um, uh, children. Lord Timotei, zeh okay devarim in Torah. So what happens is she cannot do yibum uh, with uh, this this man that she's been forbidden from uh, because of the fact that uh, it, it was uh, yeah, part of the, uh, the, the the original get was that she can't marry this man and therefore uh, this would be like marrying this man and therefore what have you done uh, you have uprooted uh, a, a Torah, uh, through what you have stipulated and therefore um, that is not defined as a full and final uh, act of of severance. It's like you know. It's uh, so. So therefore, uh, that's uh, it, it's, it's just the way. It's in, in other words, it's not a good get. Okay. It's, in other words, this is this can't be a good get. So therefore, it's not good uh, because uh, the the Torah wouldn't want you to nullify a mitzvah from the Torah. Okay. So what's going to happen? We're going to give uh, the the four. Uh, different discussions that we have over here, the four different uh, opinions, and then what, what we're going to see is that uh, we're going to go along, and uh, oh, we're going to be four, and then Rabbi Akiva gives two, so it's like five different opinions, and we're going to come along and uh, and analyze each of them uh, in um, um, 
in a bit more depth and see exactly how they fit in uh, to it. So here, here's just the, uh, their statements. Nane Rabbi Yossi Aglili. Rabbi Yossi Aglili says, Vamar. He says, Hey, Khan, Nimtu, that uh, how, can it, how can you find Asur Lazay or Mutta Lazay? How can you find something permitted to this person and uh, uh, forbidden uh, to that person? Okay, uh, it says either you have to have a blanket rule. What what's allowed should be allowed to everyone. Uh, what is permitted, uh, what, what is forbidden should be forbidden to everyone, and what is allowed should be allowed to everyone. Uh, therefore, again, uh, if you would say that Rebbe would say that a specific person. Uh, is excluded uh, and allowed to everyone else. Uh, that is, you know, you either allow everything uh, or don't allow anything. Okay, but uh, but don't have some people allowed, some people not allowed. Therefore, that is not defined as a good get. says similarly. Uh, the word kritut, uh, when it says natanda sefer kritut, he gives her this document uh, uh, breaking the relationship altogether. Uh, it, it severs the relationship. Uh, it has to completely uh, separate and uh, uh, severs the relationship uh, between the two of them forever on a, perp- on a permanent level. Uh, that is, um, uh, you know, if, in, in, if there's any residual relationship, uh, because uh, he, he is stating that you can't marry a specific person, so she's not allowed to everyone in the world, uh, then... Um, you know, then, then it's uh, there still is a hold on on from on him uh, to her, and therefore uh, by, or by him uh, to her, and therefore that is not a good get. All right. So now, now uh, Rabbi Akiva. So now Rabbi Akiva says, uh, So what happens if a man went and married, uh, a, a, a woman went and married a man from the shuk, I unrelated to the stipulated person, and then she has children, and then she gets divorced uh, from that man. So now this woman has uh, you know, been doubly divorced, um, or she would even that man died. Uh, so then, vamarta vimiseit lze vinesra alav. So what happens is, so um, she gets up and she goes back uh, to that particular person. All right. Uh, it says get patel uh, um, uh, Would would uh, would her surely that would be uh, then her second divorce? Uh, I mean, her first divorce uh, would not have kicked in. Uh, because she went along and violated uh, the condition of that. We're going to see all these uh, things, are, are, you know, uh, some of them are using uh, the concept of except for that person, and some of them are, are using the, the issue of on condition. Uh, and therefore, we kind of uh, playing between those two, and that's why when we expand this and we analyze them in more detail, uh, we're going to see this uh, being discussed uh, uh, um, in, in depth over there. Uh, so therefore, halamarita shaenze kritut. So therefore, you know, if, if you go back, uh, to, she goes back to that person that was previously forbidden to her. Means that her first marriage uh, never uh, broke down uh, properly. Her first marriage it was never get uh, from the first marriage. I.e., the second marriage was a totally adulterous relationship, uh, and therefore uh, the, the the children are mamzerim from there. Okay, so so that's how uh, you would. Um, 
uh, you would say that. Okay, uh, and Davar Acher, Rabbi Akiva, then changed his mind, as it were, or just gives another answer. Uh, we're going to see the, the impact of that uh, in a bit. Uh, so, Harei, Shahaya, Lo Zez, Shenesra, Alav. Uh, so what happens uh, if the person that to whom she was forbidden was a Kohen? Uh, and then her ex-husband who divorced her then died. Uh, so, you know, so what we're saying is he's discussing the, the different statuses um, of this woman. Uh, to the person, uh, to her ex-husband, uh, you know, she is a widow uh, with regard uh, to the um, uh, so, so, so to the to the person to whom she was forbidden to uh, she is um only a widow uh, with regard uh, to that man because she was never allowed uh, to him she was never considered grusha uh, to this man and then the husband died and so she's only anamana uh, she's only a widow uh, to that specific kohen and uh, however uh, she'd be a grusha to everyone else uh, and uh, and so so what we'd say is in this situation uh, you know it, it, it wouldn't make sense because he'd be allowed uh, to 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 marry her in theory if she's only an amana but how could it be that she'd be allowed uh, to this specific kohen and forbidden to all other kohenim uh, it says the kavkoma and then we say uma grusha she kala and uh, w- with regard to a divorcee uh, who who shouldn't marry a kohen we say that is uh, a, that's a, a, a light uh, prohibition relatively okay because it's uh, you know mentioned in the torah but it's not a, a negative um, commandment uh, because uh, you know, it, uh, yeah, actually i suppose it is uh, it's a negative commandment but there's no um, you know karet attached to it or anything else asura uh, she is forbidden because of the uh, the part of Gerishin, uh, because the part of divorce that applies to Eshetish, she kamara, as opposed to uh, the situation of a, a woman that was um, uh, that, that is still considered uh, married, okay, and then and should be committing adultery, which is obviously a much more severe sin, uh, uh, getting the death penalty and stuff like that. Lukoshkain, how much more so? Um, uh, should that be a problem? Uh, you know, and that's uh, and therefore uh, we'd say that this is therefore not a good get as well because it doesn't allow her uh, to marry anyone. Okay, so you know, d- different takes and different understandings. However, Amalehen Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua said uh, to all of these four rabbis. He says to them, uh, listen, Ain Mashivin, Etari Lachamita. Don't start uh, with the line, uh, don't try to uh, refute the line after he died. Uh, uh, in other words, after this rabbi has passed away, uh, don't try to bring uh, proofs against him without him being there. Once, once you, uh, if he was there, he could have answered you. Uh, but now that he's not there, uh, don't try to uh, knock out his opinion um, you know, th- th- this way. You can't, just because you, you find it problematic. Uh, you've got to work with it. All right. So now, that was the discussion. And as we mentioned, uh, I'm a, you know, now we're going to analyze in a bit more depth. And that starts off with Rava. Amarava, Kulu Itlehu Pircha. 
uh, he says all of those previously uh, mentioned opinions uh, we're going to have uh, as we mentioned there were, there, were, there were four different rabbis and Rabbi Akiva had two uh, different answers and we're going to see that um, the, uh, so, so really the, the, in theory there should be five different answers uh, Rava says all of them I could answer up their objection I could answer up Okay, Levar mid Rabbi Leza ben Azaria. Except for Rabbi Leza ben Azaria, he was a third opinion who says uh, it, it, it has to be a safer kritut. A safer kritut means a total split and severance of the relationship, and uh, and therefore, in the, in, uh, if, if if this one even one person is excluded, that's not a total severance of the relationship. His opinion, Rabbi Leza ben Azaria, his opinion I can't refute. Delayed uh, pircha. There's no refutation uh, to that. However. Uh, in the previous ones, uh, the, the, all the other ones um, I'll give an answer to. All right, Tanya Namihaki also learned this in Ibrata. Uh, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi uh, says, Ruani, it's ben Azaria, we do very good. I see the opinion of Rabbi Leza ben Azaria. Uh, his opinion is more, uh, you know, is the most solid uh, opinion. He's, it's, it's better than all the others. All right, so now what are we talking about here? Amamar. Uh, so, going back to the first opinion, Rabbi Tarfon says, Okay, so just to repeat the opinion uh, that Rabbi Tarfon said, listen, if this guy went and married uh, the brother of the man to whom she was forbidden uh, to, to marry, and he died without children, so what's going to happen? Uh, in theory, she, she should fall to him for Yibum. She obviously can't fall to him for Yibum. So you're nullifying uh, the, something from the Torah, okay, uh, i.e. Yibum. So, uh, so, you know, the, the Gemara asks uh, about that, okay, uh, what are you talking about uh, uprooting something from the Torah? Uh, you know, you, uh, okay, is it him uh, that's uprooting uh, this, uh, the issue from the Torah? No, uh, th- th- it's not him uh, th- that, th- that does it. He's not doing it. It's just, it's just happening. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a passive type of action, not active. Uh, Ella, Matna um, uh, like No, it's it's he who's uh, the husband uh, stipulating uh, in order to uproot something from the Torah. So the Gemara says, Matna, um, you know, Matna, you know, is he really, uh, up, you know, uh, stipulating to uproot it? No, he's, there's no stipulation over there. Me uh, kamale, you know, did he, did he, you know, say to her, listen, law sagile, the law minanse leila chuedu kavra. He never mentioned a stipulation that you can't marry the brother of one person. He said to the, to the specific person, uh, you know, you're not allowed to get, uh, marry uh, person A. Uh, he didn't say anything about the brother of A. She went ahead and married the brother of A. Uh, and therefore, uh, that is, uh, you know, the, the, that's the stipulation. So therefore, Ella goraim la Torah. No, so he's causing something to be uprooted from the Torah. So it's maybe not as direct, uh, but it still is uh, a goraim, uh, you know, a type of grammar uh, where you're causing something to be done. The Gemara says goraim again. That's not causing something. Um, you know, uh, I mean, if, if, if you're not allowed to go that far, what about the following case? Elimiata, if that was the case, Batakiv, Lo Isa, Shema, Yamot, Velo Banim, Venim Sagorem, La Kordavarminatora. Okay, so, so really, uh, what, what we are saying is that. Um, uh, are you saying that you're not allowed to therefore uh, marry your niece, your brother's daughter, uh, because in case you die without children, and therefore uh, that's going to be uh, that uh, your, um, uh, if, if, if your brother, uh, if you, um, 
would die without children, uh, then uh, your, uh, your, your wife okay i.e. Your, your brother's daughter would fall to him and obviously that's a forbidden relationship we saw this at the beginning of Yevamot uh, that Erva and she would not only exempt uh, this the father from marrying her but obviously uh, any of her any other wives uh, that this guy was, uh, was was married to as well uh, then that would be problematic okay so we obviously uh, if you're not allowed to marry your niece but uh, the, uh, the, the you know the, it never says you cannot do that it mentions that if it happens uh, then uh, she is defined obviously as an Arava and you can't proceed with the marriage. So all over uh, the Yevamot, uh, for example, we've had uh, this discussion. No one ever said you're not allowed uh, to do this. So this obviously uh, can't be uh, the situation, uh, and therefore the Gemara ends up, yes, you're right, so because we can't get out of uh, that answer, uh, we can't get out of this problem, uh, therefore that is uh, the refutation that was being referred to, that's why it is not a good challenge. Uh, Umimai, uh, uh, now what we do is we just go through and we say, listen, uh, is this, uh, you know, talking about the opinion of where the husband said you can marry anyone except for this. Sorry, so as we said, um, uh, when we say that, uh, we, we go back to the, the discussion that we had before, and we say, who does it, who does it go like uh, in terms of, uh, is it chutz? Uh, it says, <clears throat> If you say that it was regard to a case where the husband said that his wife is permitted to marry everyone except for that, uh, you know, except for that person, because Rabbi Leze, uh, allows uh, this person to marry everyone, uh, except for, for that person. So she allows, um, you know, allow, allows him to marry this person after she married uh, someone else. Okay, and uh, so therefore it can't be Detanya, uh, sorry, um, as we, as we have a brighter that says, Morde Rebeliezer, Rebeliezer agrees, but Magarish et Ishto, a man divorced his wife, you are allowed to anyone except for Mr. A. Uh, it says, and then she goes and gets married to someone else, totally unrelated. And then she gets divorced or uh, widowed. Uh, she is now permitted to marry the person she was init- initially privileged to from marrying. Okay, uh, the reason for that is because uh, that uh, she went ahead, uh, it must be a conditional. Um, uh, you know, d- sorry, if you say it specifically for that, not for that person, so we, we see that she, she's allowed uh, to marry uh, this person, Ella Almanat. So it must be a condition uh, that we are talking about here. It means that you can't marry this person on condition, uh, you're not allowed to, you're allowed to marry everyone, on, you're, not, you're divorced from me, on condition that you don't marry that person. So she went ahead, she married a totally unrelated person. Uh, um, you know, not 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 the subject of her condition. Uh, once that happened, uh, the the get uh, took effect, and then uh, then uh, it's irrelevant what happens thereafter because it was a complete severance uh, from that first marriage. Then, uh, if she if the, if the if she if she uh, the man dies or divorces her, uh, then in that in that second instance, then she's free to marry anyone, even the person to whom she was previously forbidden. Okay, and therefore it must be. A situation of almanat. 
So now we examine, examine the second one. Now, Rabbi Yossi Aglili, Rabbi Yossi Aglili said, "Vama Haychan Matzinu Oser Lazer Mutzel Lazer." How do we find something forbidden to one person, permitted to other people as well? Also, Asur Lakol. If it's forbidden, it's forbidden to everyone. Vamusa Mutzel Lakol. And if it is permitted, it's permitted to everyone. Okay. And the Gemara says, "Velo." Is there not such an example? Harei Truma Vekotchim. Uh, when there is trimmer, the part that you take off your produce and kochim and uh, uh, sacrifices, that what happens is they are forbidden to everyone, uh, non kuanim. Uh, but they are permitted to kuanim. They are forbidden to non kuanim and permitted to kuanim. The Gemara says, Isha, Kamrin. No, we're talking here specifically uh, with a woman uh, that would be forbidden. And, uh, and uh, the vast majority of kochim. Uh, are generally uh, related to men, uh, etc. And uh, it says, the Gemara says, but listen, uh, what about, uh, once we're talking about forbidden woman, uh, we say, listen, uh, there are certain women who are forbidden uh, to their, their direct relations, uh, some type of family connection, uh, their, their relatives, they are permitted, uh, you know, that they are permitted to, to all other men in general, but they would be forbidden uh, to, their, to their, their, their close family. So therefore, the Gemara says, it should come in. No, we're talking about women that are forbidden uh, in the possibility that they get married. Okay, and then similarly, uh, what about a married woman? A uh, married woman is forbidden to everyone except her husband. Okay, so uh, the Gemara says, Yeah, you're right. Uh, that is the refutation that uh, c- could be brought against this case. All right, so now again, we, 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 we try to work out exactly what are the different, um, uh, what's the permutation of Yerbamah. If you say it's on condition, uh, you know, the divorce was granted on condition that she doesn't marry uh, a, a certain man, well then she's not, uh, you know, totally forbidden uh, to him uh, because uh, she, you know, she's only forbidden, if you take the words correctly, to marry him, okay? He says you're allowed to marry, uh, as long as you don't marry that person, uh, then uh, it, it is a good get. Uh, but now, uh, in this situation, he didn't say, listen, you can't sleep with him. So what happens if you slept with him uh, out, out of the context of marriage? Uh, it says, uh, it must be, uh, specifically with a case, uh, she's, not, she's allowed to marry every, um, you know, she's allowed to be with any person except for, uh, it's not uh, you know, on condition that you don't marry this man, so then it's not marriage. So then, uh, you know, sleeping with her would be fine. Uh, sleeping with her, which really is, is a sin, obviously, uh, to not have a, that uh, relationship uh, in, a, in the context of marriage, well, that, that's, that's a sin. But it's, we're talking here from the purpose, uh, from the perspective of the actual get itself. Uh, so therefore, um, uh, so, so it must be, uh, in this situation, uh, it must be Bechutz. Uh, he says, uh, you're allowed to anyone except for that specific man. He means in any way whatsoever. Uh, and that's it, so it should be totally forbidden to that man. All right, so uh, obviously, there, you know, so that is the, uh, the, the, the discussion of that. And we see that was the second answer. Uh, the third answer, which was Rebelazah ben Azariah, we said was, uh, was accepted, and therefore we don't raise a contradiction to that. So now we move on to Rabbi Akiva's answer, the first of his two answers. Now, Rabbi Akiva, 
We don't say it like that. When a shuk, uh, um, a woman goes and marries a man from the general public, and she goes and marries uh, this guy from the street, uh, and then she gets divorced, or uh, uh, she becomes a widow uh, from that man. And then she goes and gets married to the one to whom she was forbidden. Surely the get is nullified, and uh, the children uh, would oh, I'm, I'm so therefore uh, so obviously we are talking at a condition of tonight here that's not it's not hard uh, to see that, that this is a, a tonight uh, so there surely uh, if you make any condition uh, with regard uh, to a get uh, what happens if the woman would uh, would violate that then there should, there should be a general principle uh, about that uh, so then women should never be able to get remarried in case uh, she does uh, fulfill the condition. If the husband said, listen, it's going to rain uh, on the, you know, in, in three years' time on such and such a day, uh, you know, that, uh, I'm, I'm divorcing on condition that it doesn't rain. Uh, or it does rain, so you know. So, so if it doesn't work, uh, then the, the get is nullified. So, c- could that be such a thing? Viduma loma kaimale tonight. So, you know, the, the, that uh, if if she if she does that, you know, maybe the conditions not going to be fulfilled, and therefore it's not a good get, and therefore the children nimsa get battle over over So, why do we say specifically in this instance uh, that that's a problem? Uh, again, so that we say, well, that is the refutation. Uh, Obviously, we say uh, We said if it was a case of chutz, uh, we said Rabbi Leizer agrees. Um, statement of Rabbi Leizer <coughs> is, uh, you know, would would show that that's not good because we we quoted this a few minutes ago. Um, said the Vatanya Moda Rabbi Leizer. If a woman says, a man says to a woman, there's your get on condition that you can marry anyone except uh, for this person. And she goes and gets married to a totally unrelated third party. Then she gets divorced or becomes a widow from him. So she is now perfectly allowed uh, to go back uh, to the uh, previous person uh, because of the, the issue that uh, the, 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 the condition was fulfilled, the get kicked in, and uh, um, <coughs> you know, that, that uh, uh, is, is what we're talking about there. Uh, uh, the, you know, the condition, the original condition was fulfilled, the get took place, and therefore now there's no connection to a previous husband whatsoever. And then uh, once that second marriage uh, ends, uh, whichever way it ends, uh, then she can move on and go back to that previous that, that guy whose tomb she was previously forbidden because the the residual connection with that first husband was ended ended with the second marriage. Okay, Ella uh, So it must be uh, where you say on condition. Uh, There's your get, and the condition stretches out uh, in the future. All right. So that that is uh, that, that must be talking about on condition. All right. So now uh, carrying on, we say Dava Acha Rebbe Kivas. Uh, second answer, alternative answer. He says, What happens if the one to whom she was forbidden was a Kohen? And then the husband who divorced her then died. Uh, so what happens is that uh, in this situation, 
uh, relative to that person, uh, this woman uh, is only a, uh, an amana, right? An amana as opposed to a grusha. All, all other konim, she's defined as a grusha. Uh, to this man, she is considered amana, okay? Uh, a widow, okay? And we say that uh, um, uh, a divorcee, marrying a divorcee, uh, even though it's a, it's a mana, okay, she, that, that it, it is a relative, you're not allowed to do it, but it is a relative, there's no uh, massive punishments with regard to that. Asura, we call Tzad Garishin Shabbat, we're not allowed to, because of the issue uh, of the Garishin. How much more so? Aishadish, Kamara Lokosh came. How much more so? A married woman, which is a, 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 you know, a, a death penalty level punishment uh, to commit adultery uh, like that, uh, should apply to the man, you know, to, to every man during the lifetime of uh, the ex husband, uh, because she's like a married woman with regard to that. So, therefore, that's not a good get. Um, and the Gemara, again, you know, now asks, Am I? Ilama almanat, Hare. Grusha etzlo etzlo We say it must be with regard to this uh, woman. She, she's a divorcee. With regard to this, um, uh, you know, if she just sleeps with this guy, uh, the husband said you can't marry the man, but he didn't say anything else. He says it's on condition that you don't, uh, uh, you know, marry this guy. So okay, good. Well, I can sleep with him uh, on the technical uh, terms of uh, of the divorce. So therefore, it must be ela bakuts. Uh, she must be talking about uh, except for that guy. I don't want you to have anything to do with that specific guy. That was a condition of the divorce. So now, uh, now we just answer because uh, the previous answer we said was obviously an almanat on condition. And here we say it means except for. So that was the, so now we just say, listen, Rabbi Kiva uh, doesn't seem to be making up his mind. Uh, uh, he says, well, why don't you just uh, pick one side and say, listen, uh, if he disagrees with regard to uh, the argument is on except for, then he should have just challenged from the except for. E amanat, if he holds, like it means on condition, lative uh, amanat, so then he should have brought the first um, uh, discussion. You know, uh, so, so, so which one is it? Rabbi Kiva, you know, tell us which one you're doing. So now, Rabbi Kiva, Shmia, laid ika damachutz, vikad amanat, amanat. So Rabbi Kiva said, listen, uh, there's those people who say uh, that means chutz means except for, and there are those people who means, uh, the, imp- the impression is that almanat, on condition. Uh, so he gives answers, two different answers, uh, depending on what you hold. All right, so now, uh, so, you know, that, that is just the internal uh, discussion. Now back uh, to, the, to the second uh, thing that he said, Umar Pirka, uh, what is the, the challenge that uh, Rava said that why it was no good? Uh, if you say that the difference of Kuanim is different, uh, so therefore, surely, surely Reb also says uh, his opinion from the prohibition against marrying into the Kuna. Because he said that that was the uh, that was the discussion uh, that we had yesterday. Um, uh, the, we said there were two uh, different opinions uh, that, that we had. Well, what uh, is the discussion? We said that there was a shah misha, uh, a woman from a, a man. Uh, you know, that's it. it, it, it there was Ravianas um, uh, discussing uh, Rabbi Eliezer's opinion. It says It says It goes out of his house and goes becomes uh, another person's house. So Rabbi Eliezer's opinion uh, would be 
uh, you know, that that's, that's even a little bit tax effective. Uh, the rabbis would say, uh, that, you know, with with regard to that, uh, you know, it means any man. Uh, it doesn't mean just one man. It means any man. And that was Rabbi Yochanan in the name of Rabbi Dezer. He says uh, the following is Bisha, Grusha, Bisha, Loikaku. You're not allowed to take a woman divorced from her husband, even if it's just her husband. Uh, that was enough. Okay, that that was uh, the discussion yesterday, and. Um, uh, and that's it. So you know. So so therefore, uh, there had to be agreements over there. So Rabba, Karaviana, Mishum, Zaka, and Ag Kamatni. No. So he taught it in the uh, case of Raviana, who said it's not. You know, as we explained, Viatsa Vahata. Uh, he uses that verse, uh, and you know, even if it, it allows her just to one other man, it would take effect. So, okay. So that would be uh, the the argument that we have over there, uh, and that's it. So so it's it's no different. You can't compare those two. Right, so uh, um, uh, then after all those rabbis came along and responded, Amalab Rebbe Shua, Rebbe Shua said, Ain Meshivin Etari, Lakamita. You can't go along and refute the lion after his death. <coughs> Maybe this is a, a specific case, really, of um, Rebbe because he was. Uh, the leading uh, you know, Talmud of his generation and they didn't want to challenge his opinion uh, you know, that's it, so maybe that's it or maybe, maybe uh, they weren't sure exactly what he said uh, you know, wh- why he said it and maybe that's why you can't come along and, and refute it and what you think um, is done and therefore, uh, and now we just say, you know, so, so now we ask about that. The Maimra, Rabbi Yeshua, Kavate is very late, does Rabbi Yeshua hold like Rabbi Yezir? It says, but Vahai, you, Nami Mafrik, Kafriach, but he argues uh, with him. Okay, he raised the arguments against him. Okay, so it says, now, Hakis Virilai, Lididi, Nami, Itlai Pika, Miu, Bain Lididi, Bain Lididhu, Ain Mushim Netari, Akamita. Uh, she says, listen, this is what he's saying to them. She says, listen, I also could refute um, uh, Rabbi uh, Eliezer's opinion, uh, but because he's dead, uh, we're not, you know, you can't come along and, uh, and do it against Rabbi Eliezer. So now the Gemara says, my prayer Rabbi Yeshua. So what was Rabbi Yeshua's argument against Rabbi Eliezer? Tanya. I'm Rabbi Yeshua. Uh, Rabbi Yeshua says, Makish Kodmei Havaya Shnia Kodmei Hava Rishona. He says, when a man takes a wife and he marries her, uh, that, that was that, that whole verse, and he finds a problem uh, with her, and then he divorces her, and then he, he writes her a get, and he gives it to her hand, and he sends her out the house. She goes out of his house, uh, and she becomes a man, you know, someone else's husband. Okay, and he says, uh, the, the status before the second marriage has got to be the same as the status before the first marriage. Okay, after, you know, before the divorce has got to be. Uh, the same as uh, you know, the, the status after uh, the, the first divorce is going to be the same as status before the first marriage. Okay, uh, it says, "My Rishona Ella Akrina." The same way, uh, before the first marriage, there was no connection to any other man. Af uh, So there too, after uh, the divorce and before the second marriage, uh, it's got to be completely. Clear.
clear uh, she can't have any connection to any other man. To law agree, Benish agree she can't have any connection to another uh, man. So we say that uh, even Rabbi Yeshua would say, listen, I don't agree with Rabbi Yezer because of that reason. And, and, and the woman can't get married if she's still connected. Somehow, even though it's just through one man, um, uh, to her ex-husband, even if it is just uh, with regard to a specific uh, person. All right, so now, uh, going Gufa, uh, we just uh, go back to what we discussed before. Moda Rebelezer. Rebelezer agrees. Because Piploni, we discussed this case, uh, you know, we've now, now quoted it the third time, uh, where we say, uh, you are permitted to any man except for this person. And then she goes to get married to a totally unrelated third party. Uh, and then, and then she becomes widowed uh, or the divorce. Uh, or divorced from that second marriage as well. Shumaterit Lazer Vasura Lalav Shunestra Alav should be uh, permitted to marry the man who, who she was originally forbidden from marrying. Uh, it says Heishiv Rabbi Shuman Belazar Chuva Ludivre Rabbi Lazar. So Rabbi Shuman Belazar says to Rabbi Lazar, he says, you know, Heichan Matinu Shizir also Vizir Motu Matir. How could he find a situation where someone uh, prohibits something and then someone else uh, allows it? You know, the first husband um, is making a woman, uh, is prohibiting this woman from marrying Mr. A, and then uh, once she gets married to the second husband, uh, uh, you know, he uh, allows her uh, back to second husband. So how can it be? Should it's the same person that's got to do it? Uh, the Gemara says, isn't there such a, pre- a precedent for that for law? Surely in the case of Yavama, the husband uh, would be forbidden to any other man, including his brother, uh, while she waits, you know, uh, uh, sorry, uh, you know, the her husband, um, when her husband dies, uh, he's the one that makes her forbidden to any other man except for her brother. And the Yavam uh, comes along and says, now she permitted uh, to, to, to him, uh, you know, once he dies, uh, permitted to everyone after he, he dies or divorces her. So once she, she gets married to him, obviously she's forbidden to everyone. Uh, but then in the case of, uh, of his death or divorce, uh, then she could be permitted uh, to, to everyone. The Gomorrah says, hold on, you know, so here we have an example of one person um, uh, forbidding something and then another another person allowing it, as it were. So the Gemara answers, Hatam Yavam, Hudaka Amalai. No, that is the case of the Yavam. Uh, it's all the case of the Yavam that does it. The Yavam uh, is the one that makes it forbidden. If it wasn't for her, uh, it says, uh, If it was only because of her husband uh, that she wasn't allowed uh, to, you know, uh, that she wasn't allowed to anyone because she was married to him. If her husband didn't have a brother, uh, then she'd be permitted to everyone. So it's the Yavam himself uh, that uh, forbids her to get uh, married to anyone else, to, to anyone else in the shuk, to anyone else in the um, marketplace. Uh, so therefore, we say it's a, it's a, it's it's him that forbids her, and then him that permits her. It's the same person. Okay, uh, he's the one that forbids her and permits her. So then that's, that, that fits into our, our, uh, our general principles that the, the person who forbids it is the person who can permit it. Okay, uh, so surely what about the following? Harei Nadarim. What about a woman who takes a neder? Nodar Asu Chacham. The Nodar Asus, the one who takes the vow, uh, makes it forbidden. And the Chacham matters. The Chacham uproots that vow. So he uh, allows it to take place. So, so that's, uh, you know, one person forbids it, another person permits it. Vahai, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, Ein Chacham, 
Atir Kulam Ela Bahatara. So the answer is Rabbi Yochanan says you can only do it through Karata. Okay, Karata is where the person says, I feel very bad, I didn't realize, uh, etc., and he regrets uh, what's going on. So it's as if he's got a part to play. If the person says, I don't care, um, I really want this vow uh, to take place, even if you, you try get them to uh, say, I don't want it, or whatever, the, no one's going to allow it. Uh, so it really is up to the person to have this Karata. Uh, to express this remorse uh, about that and regret. Uh, so therefore, uh, the, it's really the same person. Uh, technically, you have to go in front of a rabbi uh, to do it, but, uh, but as he himself, uh, he made the vow forbidding it, and then he's the one who uh, regrets uh, making the vow. So he's the one ultimately starts off uh, with permitting it. Uh, but surely, so maybe that's in the case of a general um, a normal vow. But what about a vow between a husband and a wife? Okay, Isha uh, The woman is the one that makes the vow, and the husband is the one uh, that comes and uh, uh, says that uh, he um, uh, nullifies it. Okay, uh, No, that goes according to the opinion of Rav Pinkas in the name of Rav. I'm a Rav Pinkas, Mishmaid Rav in the name of Rav. Rav Pinkas says, No, really what happens is uh, the woman uh, who makes the vow realizes that uh, she is uh, doing it on her husband's behalf. So really it's like her husband's been involved uh, the whole time. She's not doing uh, the vow on her own behalf. Uh, she's doing it uh, almost uh, with regard to that her husband agrees uh, with such a thing. So her husband's like a partner uh, in the vow. So that's why it's the husband himself uh, that was involved in the vow. Okay, uh, moving on. Nane, Rebeleza ben Nazaria. Rebeleza ben Nazaria, you know, he, he was the one uh, whose opinion wasn't refuted and says, Vama kritut, devar kret, veino leveina. He says, when it says, Natan nasefe kritut, gives a document of kritut, uh, that is something that cuts you off uh, completely, cuts the relationship off completely. Uh, it says, uh, Therefore, what you've done is the divorce uh, where the wife is still connected. Uh, to the husband because you can't get married to that specific man. That's not a complete and final severance uh, between the two of them. Rabban and he high created my today. What are the rabbis who, who do disagree uh, with us? You know the the, the four the other three rabbis and uh, you know the other rabbis in general. Uh, what do they do uh, with this? Uh, how do they understand created? We buy like They need it for uh, the following teaching. Uh, it says, if a man says to his wife, here's your get on behalf, uh, on condition that you don't drink wine. Um, uh, on condition you don't drink wine, and it's a forever uh, type of thing, on, on, on the condition that you don't um, uh, go to your father's house. Uh, that is not a, uh, a full and final break because uh, throughout this woman's life, if he says it on a permanent basis, uh, then the woman is never allowed to go to her father's house. The woman is never allowed to drink wine. Uh, so it's therefore her husband has got this connection to her the whole time because he's forbidding uh, to her if she wants to get uh, to, to be in place, then she's never allowed to do it. Uh, however, if he assigns a time limit to it, 
like 30 days, Horasia critus, uh, that is a good um, uh, 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 cut and uh, division between him and her. Um, well, how does Rebbe Deezer, uh, you know, argue with that? Mikaret kritut nafka. He learns it out. Could have just said, uh, you know, he, it, it could have used the word karet when the Tanna sefe karet, and it used the word kritut. Uh, uses the word kritut, uh, and therefore we learn two things uh, from this kritut. Uh, I uh, could have could have said karet and then kritut. Uh, what we're saying is uh, that um, you know we learn we learn both things uh, from it. You know, it's got a complete and full divorce and it, it, it also uh, that uh, it's got to be uh, at a limited time. Vidak, uh, other rabbis, Karet Kritot, Lord Arshu. They don't learn um, Karet versus Kritot uh, from there. Alright, so now, uh, next uh, next discussion. Amarava, Harazik Yitak, Amanat, Shlotishte Yain, Kolimei Chaya. So man says, once we're talking about a condition for a, a, a period of time, so man says, listen, you're not going to drink wine all the days of my life. Okay, um, you know, that's in that sense, it's Ainzia Kritut, uh, that is not good because she remains. Uh, you know, Bound to this husband all the years of his li- all the years of his life, and that's really that's that's not a uh, a good uh, divorce because all the time that he's alive, once he dies, obviously uh, there's no connection anymore uh, because of the fact that uh, he's dead. Uh, so you know the woman would be free to move on anyway. But uh, you know, if, uh, if if uh, if it's uh, that you know if it's all the days of that man's life, that's not considered a good condition. Uh, if he mentions someone else, uh, all the days of the life of so and so, even though it might be quite long, uh, that is still a safer recruitment. So Gemara asks, Mashna Chai Dioma. Eight, um, uh, so what is different where he says, you know, on, on condition, on the, on the, as long as this guy lives, uh, on the life of that, maybe because uh, what's going to happen, uh, that person's going to die. Dima might, Makaimalei So the, the, he's going to die, and the condition is going to be fulfilled. If you say that that is the difference, Chayei Didi Nami Dima might Makaimalei So maybe when he also dies, he dies, and he therefore fulfilled the condition. Why do we invalidate the divorce? And the Gemara says. Um, uh, no, there's a condition that you don't drink wine uh, for all the days of, uh, of your life. Uh, we say uh, that's not a full and final settlement because the wife's never going to be uh, released from that thing. Uh, all the days of my life, uh, we say actually uh, going back, uh, you know, um, so uh, I take back what I said, uh, you know, that's it, all the days of my life, uh, it is a complete act of severance because, you know, it could be fulfilled uh, during her lifetime. Uh, and that, and therefore, that is uh, good enough as well. All right, so um, that is that. Um, uh, let's maybe do one more thing. Uh, by um, uh, or maybe actually we could we should stop there. Uh, we'll pick up tomorrow uh, with discussion uh, about um, you know f- further uh, conditional things uh, that that we'll see. So uh, we'll, um, we'll 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 see more about that tomorrow. Everyone should have a great time.